You've tuned into the Charisma Podcast Network, and this is Carol McLeod. I have some great news for you today. You, my friend, are God's greatest creation. You are the one that is his most exquisite piece of art. You are more important and vital than anything in all of God's extravagant creation. You are his crowning glory. You are not forgotten, and you are certainly not an accident. You were created for life, for purpose, and for abundance. Welcome to a jolt of joy. You are not forgotten. You are not here by chance or by accident. But for sure and for certain, you have been created for purpose, on purpose, and with purpose. In order to fully comprehend your destiny and your purpose, we must go into the Word of God, which is our source for all truth. We're studying Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, that says this, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. You're his workmanship. You're the crowning glory of God's creation. To him, you are more vital and more important than orchids, than hyenas, or than diamonds. God created you in Christ Jesus, God created you to be hidden in his son while you're living on planet earth. You have been created for the good works that God planned for your life before the beginning of time. You know, without Christ, we are all zombies, aren't we? Without Jesus Christ, we are all the walking dead. But in Christ, Because of Christ, we are able to live exuberantly, fully, enthusiastically, and with purpose. John 10.10 tells us this. It's the words of Jesus spoken to his disciples and spoken to disciples in every generation. Jesus said, I have come. You know, whenever I read that verse, I think, wait, stop, hold the presses. Jesus is about to tell us why he came to planet earth. And in this verse, Jesus, the son of God says, I have come. I left the splendor and the glory of heaven so that you could have life and so that you could have it in its fullest measure. This word life that we see in John 10.10 is not the word for eternal life, but it's a different word for life. It's the word Zoe. Jesus said, I came so that while you're living in the war zone of planet earth, you can experience vitality and joy and strength and grace and hope and peace. It's why I came was to change everything about your life on planet earth. Now, we all know that Jesus came to planet earth to die for our sins, to forgive us of our sins so that we could live eternally with him forever. If that was the only reason Jesus came, it would have been enough. It would have been more than enough. But in John 10, 10, 
the very words of Jesus, he said, I came to give you purpose on planet earth. I came to give you a life so exuberant, so glorious, so joyful that your soul will not be able to contain it all. Let's go back to Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. This phrase tells us why we are here. We are here for good works. Now, if we were to translate this phrase exactly from the Greek, it would sound something like this. Excelling in all that is good and useful. So you are here to excel. You are here to excel in all that is good and all that is useful. God thought about you before you were born and planned for you to be useful at your moment on earth. God created you to excel at being good at your moment on planet earth. Now, this goodness, this usefulness is not what gets you into heaven. No, it's the blood of Jesus that gets you into heaven. But God created you on purpose, with purpose, and for purpose. And the purpose for which you have been created is a useful and good purpose. And as God looks at our lives here on planet earth, if any pain was allowed to come our way, it was only because God could use it for a greater good. It was only because God could use it to make hell smaller and heaven bigger. It was only allowed so that God could comfort you so that you then would comfort others who found themselves in the same affliction. God thought about your life. God thought about your life before you were even born. And he had a list for you of good works to accomplish because your life is a perfect fit for God's glory. Your life is a perfect fit for God's comfort. God has decreed that your life is a masterpiece. God has decreed that your life is his highest work of art. And when he created you, he placed you inside of Jesus. Oh, it might look like you're on the war zone of planet earth, but really where you are is your life is inside of Jesus and you fit perfectly in that place. You have the life of Jesus. You have the healing power of Jesus. You have the authority of Jesus. You have the strength of Jesus. You have the wisdom of Jesus. And the reason you've been given all those things is for good works. Because God had a list for you to accomplish during your life on planet Earth. You know, I am the mother of five incredible kids. And when they were under my watch, when they were under my care as toddlers, as children, as teenagers, I had a list for them to accomplish. Nearly every day, there was a list on the kitchen table with their names on top of it. Because there were things in every day of their life 
that I, as their mom, wanted them to accomplish. I wanted them to write thank you notes and to practice the piano and to read good literature and to clean their rooms and to go shoot baskets. I had things that I thought would be profitable for them to accomplish on their journey to adulthood. And you know what? God the Father has a list for you as well. He has a list for you to accomplish. There are people for you to pray for. There are continents for you to visit. There are missionaries for you to send. There are books for you to write. There are people for you to encourage. And there are children for you to love. Oh, but that's not all he's got for you. He's got inventions for you to invent, cures for you to discover, and songs to be written and sung and recorded and shared. Oh, but that's not all that's on your chore list. God has meals for you to cook and notes for you to write and hugs for you to give and smiles for you to share and laughter to resound through the hallways of your heart. Oh, but that's not all God has for you. On your list of good works are walks to be taken and artwork to be created and diapers to be changed and sweaters to be knitted. There are holidays to be celebrated and cookies to be baked and meetings to attend that need your wisdom and difficult people for you to love. And as you walk in his plans, your purpose in life will be fulfilled. You have a purpose because you have been created in Christ Jesus, because you live and breathe and have your being in him. The purpose of your life is to point other gropers to him. This verse that we've read in Ephesians 2.10 says that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. This word walk is the Greek word peripateo. It's an incredible word, and it's also used in Ephesians 2, 1 and 10. And this verse says, and you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Will you walk as a zombie in your trespasses and sins or will you walk in your purposes? Will you walk in the divine plan of God? It is your choice. You choose whether to obey God or not. You choose how you will walk and where you will walk during your tenure on planet earth. For me, I choose to walk in the plans and the purposes of God. Will you join your life with the schemes of the enemy or with the plans of God? Will you walk in life with Jesus? Will you walk in the good plans or in the trespasses? Will you grope for God while you are on planet earth or will you grope for the wrong things? Will you fight the wrong battles and be distracted from your purpose or Will you walk in victory in your assigned battles in life? In closing today, let me read to you from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. 
but we have this treasure in earthen vessels so that the surpassing greatness of the power will be of God and not from ourselves. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always caring about in the body the dying of Jesus so that the life of Jesus also may be manifest in our body. For we who live are constantly being delivered over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifest in our mortal flesh. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.